Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? This episode is powered by Wise Wellness Guild, a platform aimed at advancing women. WISE connects you to women and minority-owned wellness experts, brands, and wellness services. Visit the link in What The Fit Instagram bio or the show notes and become a member for free today and gain special perks at WISE Wellness Guild, your women's wellness authority. My guest today is an educator and yoga enthusiast. She has her PhD and lots of letters and numbers behind her name (laughs) that I'll hope she'll explain to me. She finds her teaching inspirations from a variety of yoga traditions as well as somatic practices. With a teaching style that is both lighthearted and transformative, she infuses elements from these traditions and modalities to create eclectic yoga classes, including gentle yoga, yoga for athletes, restorative yoga, core power yoga, funky inversions, and fun and fiery power yoga flows. Please welcome Nikki Owens of Mint Yoga Studio. Thank you, Chrissy. Welcome. Thank you so much. That sounds exactly like the kind of yoga that I love. Awesome. Eclectic and creative. I like when the flows almost feel like a dance routine. Oh, okay. I got you. Not not necessarily they have to be moving fast, but just... right. Just that it's, I had a lot of my beginning yoga experiences Mm -hmm. that were, in my mind, pretty rigid, Mm -hmm. and that the sequences were kind of always the same, and it made intuitive sense to to move that way, but there was never anything really spicy or fun about it, Right. and I went to Hi-Fi Yoga in Mason. Do you know Lori Allen? I don't think so. So it's it's up in Mason. It's a yoga studio. Okay. And they kind of first introduced me to this, like, oh my god, yoga can be just fun. fun yeah, and I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah. You know, my thing is, I do enough serious things in my real world. I've had enough serious stuff. Yoga must be a place where I can be joyful. Yeah. And 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 a place of refuge, of peace. Yeah. And so it's that way. It is that way for me personally. And my hope, my intention is that I can send that energy and speak that message to uh, the people who practice with me. Yeah. So we're always laughing. And if I figure sometimes I'm saying, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> or if I see some people, because I'm, a, I'm one of those teachers where I always tell people, I'm not going to practice with you. I'm here for you to have the experience. Because if I practice, I'm going to forget all about you. Yeah, right. And look around <laughs> like, well, what are you people doing? Yes. <laughs> What are you doing here? You know, but but just that place of joy. There's enough seriousness in the world. And, I mean, we got to be serious. But, you know, for me, uh, yoga has always been a healing space Mm -hmm. and um, a place of true meditation. And and there's a different path for everyone. And so I want to respect that. Yeah. Sometimes you can get a sense of folks... Um, I've interacted with people, and it's just like, okay, so you traded one addiction for another. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, now I wouldn't always oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that. But, you know, you can get that sense in terms of how they've approached it, and it's rigid. Yeah. It's like I have to do that. And it's like that discipline helps them avoid some other things that were unhealthy, but then really even their, their relationship with yoga can almost become unhealthy too. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, you know? I have absolutely been in that place mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I've used exercise or fitness or wellness even right. as a form of identity and to Come on be now. good enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm doing all the, if yep. I'm checking all the boxes, I'm yep. doing all my workouts. Well then I'm doing the right thing and I am right. And I am good Right. to distract right. from like, okay, how about we just like feel what's going on here? Yep. And, yeah. and, and I've been working now for several years since starting this podcast really of like 
that association of guilt yep. that you have if you mm-hmm. miss a workout. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so happy to say I always like to remind myself I am not in that place anymore. Oh, that's so good. That's I so mean, good. it took a long time. And Give it took yourself this, permission. This it's podcast okay. to talk out See? loud about it all the time to be like, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? We need to give ourselves permission to rest. Right. We don't actually even need permission to, like, we can do what we want to do with our bodies and listen to our bodies and be intuitive in that way, but it took practice. I love that. So so even a, an act of self-care for you is this podcast. Oh, a hundred. You know, 100. so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I say all the time, it's like, I'm like, thank, thank you for showing up to my therapy session right. each right. week, listeners. Just to process yeah. and converse, you know. I'll tell you, um, and, and I love, I, I, I love being warm. I don't like feeling like I'm on a Petri dish. Oh, yeah. Okay? It's really <laughs> gross to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, reason 1007 of why I practice yoga, because I'm a germaphobe. Oh, and so yeah. it helps me calm down mm-hmm. with being just like, eh. Well, I'm sure you know? right now you're probably going a little crazy. I'm living, no, I'm living my best you're life. You're I've good. been waiting for us to wear masks for yeah. years. I am living my best life. Like, yes, yes. I hated feeling people's breath on me in line. She's like, can you back up? So, yes, I am living my best life. Everybody knows that about me. Oh, gosh. It's wonderful for me. I'm like, yes. This is what I've been waiting for. Oh, my gosh. Um, But what I was going to say is that at one point in my life, I was just going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And as we do, we go through stuff 15 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and so forth. And, um, I was gravitating to super hot classes. I was teaching too. And uh-huh. you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it just kicked me in. I needed to handle some stuff. So I needed that kind of power, that fire. but that fire, but it made me, <clears throat> I don't want to say aggressive. That's not the right word, but it was just like, I was intense. Like, yeah. yes, go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's move. Your adrenaline and it was just probably like, is I always spiked. And it was just like, it was too much. And I knew while that could be sustainable, that's not the life I wanted. Mm-mm. I didn't want that experience. I didn't want to have that relationship with stuff. There was stuff going on. And so I needed that fire. Yeah. And so um, just to share with you, you yeah. know, so for one of my self-care is like, I select classes that allow me to warm up. And the cool thing about it is that you have the eternal heat. It's not about how fast it is or the external heat, how hot that stuff is. It's about maintaining a healthy breath and moving in a way that can give you peace of mind. Now, we do need some fire, but we also need water. Mm -hmm. We also need air. Mm -hmm. We also need the element of earth to ground and get stable and down. Yes. No, I love it. I can't wait to come practice with you. Oh, yeah. I, I, wanted I can't to, wait too. I, I wanted to be able to, to do that before we recorded, but you've been this a blessed baby angel with oh, all of the rescheduling. I was sick, and then I was stuck yeah, bless in your Denver. Heart. I know. <laughs> I felt so sorry for you. No. I, I did. I appreciate it. So I've like every time I email you, I'm like, I'm doing this again, Nikki. <laughs> like here we are. Yeah. I know you're very busy. So I appreciate that. I will no, get to pleasure. practice with you and I can't you wait. Will. It's there. It's a you know, an open invitation. Yeah. I can say you can pop in anytime you want to. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. So before we yeah. jump into your story, mm-hmm. you gotta tell me about all these letters and, and numbers. <laughs> I have it all written numbers. down here. Gee, I think crickets. what it means is that you know your shit, but yeah. I would like to maybe dissect a little bit. Okay, so well, PhD. Yeah. What What is your PhD so in? Mine is in the Educational Foundations, the Social Foundations of Education. And so, you know, uh, my focus was on social anthropology, like oh, school anthropology, fun, right? Yeah. And, and uh, sociology, loving how schools work and loving... Um, it, how important it is to create community yes. uh, and when there are communities and people feel a fellowship and a, a fictive kinship, yes. right? You and, and it's supportive. Then you can see amazing growth academically for young people. And so for many years, I was involved in pre-collegiate programming. And that's what's really interesting. You know, it, it, the universe was saying, Nikki, this is a time to do yoga, uh-huh. right? Um, but... What has been consistent is creating community. I love that. And having that sense of kinship 
And we have that here at, at we have it at Mint, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, um, and so that that was my work. And you know, um, people always tease me. Someone, uh, a, a, another yoga studio owner, she's like, Nikki, if I were you, I would call myself Doctor Nikki or Doctor. Oh. I said, you know what? I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm cool and I'm confident enough that I don't need anyone to call me that. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. if there's a young person, they can call me Miss Nikki, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because. I'm okay with being considered an elder. Yeah. You know, I respect my elders. But, you know, with regard that, only to that title, when I'm in an academic setting or if I'm in a professional space. That makes sense. Now, what's interesting, Chrissy, is that there are times where the Dr. Owens has to come out. Oh, yeah. You know. When does Dr. Owens come out? You know, when, (laughs) when, and that's that borderline of like, let me educate you. In a clear way, when somebody is 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 coming out, um, speaking to me incorrectly, oh. or or speaking about something that they don't know about, or they think that they know, and they think that they know, <laughs> right, right, and then this is never the in a contest. Yeah. yeah, then 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 I, then I then I will politely, diplomatically, professionally check mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you have but, an yeah. example of like a, when someone like they're they're talking about what they don't know what they talk they're talking about. Is it like in the area of what you've studied or just anything? Um, You know, I can think of a funny thing, but it wasn't like, this was just like a person who was having a bad day. Um. That's what I usually say. Like, it's, it's not me. Something's not going on well with that person. Sometimes I feel it intuitively. So I don't take, I don't take things personally, you know? Um, really, I don't. Uh, but it was a funny instance. Is it, this was, this was a Starbucks moment. I was calling Starbucks because they owe me stars. And so the right, they didn't give you the stars. They did not give me my stars, right? <laughs> and so you know, they created that star system. This is a funny instance. instance. They created that star system for folks like me right. who who want their stars to of get course. these spend more money at Starbucks to get money to get yeah. some stars <laughs> yeah. for a free drink. Yeah. Really living my best first world life, yeah. right? Getting a five dollar right. drink. Yeah. Um, and so this woman, um, she had such a a unpleasant disposition. Mm. And so I was talking to her and, you know, it was one of those situations. She's like, well, you're confusing everything and talking in that tone. And I, I didn't give her that energy back because I said, okay, let me pause here. This is not me. Mm-hmm. I remember her name, but I just said, she's having a bad day. Yeah. Make a long story short, she, you know, they were supposed, I was supposed to receive, maybe it was like 50 stars, oh, right? Man. And so she went back and she said, well, ma'am, according to this, in her very uh, low budget, you know, low grade, nasty tone, uh-huh. said, well, according to this, it's 35, you receive 35 points. And then I said to her, with her name, I said, you are correct. I did receive 35 points. That's why Starbucks owes me 15 more. <laughs> Don't do me. <laughs> Not when it and comes so to coffee. That was right. <laughs> Or my happy drinks, you know, my mango dragon fruit. Ooh, so that's like that a that's like a light, yeah. you know, opportunity. I mean, tone. Um, you know, I I am grateful that I don't have to associate with people that would take me, or that I would feel that I would have to go into a different position, a different you know tone or something like that. Um, I check out. No. That's a blessing. I just. Shh. I am exactly the mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. If I, if this is, if it is not a, a, a good vibe with me, or yep. I know that this is just, we're not gonna mesh. Right. And if it's a social situation, yeah. I am not around that person. Absolutely. I don't. I don't. I'm not mean. I'm not mm-hmm. nasty. I right. literally don't pay them any mind there or you attention. Go. I'm with you. But then sometimes it like gets like thrown back to me. It was like my friends or. Mm-hmm. Mm Whoever will be like, so-and-so thinks that you don't like them because you're not engaging or talking to them. And I'm like, it's because I don't want to. You don't want to. And And you don't have to. to. (laughs) That's a a beauty of being grown. I I mean, I don't want to fake it. Absolutely. I don't. And and I just know that it's not going to be. It's nothing against you. You you do you. I'm going to do me. When's your birthday? You just had a birthday? March 7th. March, okay. Mine is November 30th. I'm like, mm. I'm a I'm a fire sign Sagittarian, but you're not. No. So, you know, that's cool. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we're the ones, I check out. I got you. Good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, um, I would be anyway. interested. I haven't had like my full 
birth chart done, okay. right? Yeah. So maybe I have like a sun sign or right. maybe there there's something in the chart yeah. that that comes out. Because mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't always feel that I identify with a Pisces 100%. Something. Gotcha. But I mean, you know. Right. I, well, we all have different things. Right. There's all stuff going in. Right. You know, I want to be mindful of everybody. Sure. There, there are but people where you know they are. you have to constantly stroke them. I know. But and I, if you don't, the world will come to an end and they will feel like you don't like them. I know. You're but like, and then it's what? exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting to be mindful of everything right now. And that's we just do the best we can. We just do the we best do we the, can. We do the best we can with the information we have in that moment. Yeah. It's also reminded me when you were talking about saying that you you say that they're having a bad day, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's kind of how you approach it. And I just wish we all could do a little bit better job of leading with a generous explanation. I love that. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. everyone that you're interacting with, whatever the whatever you're getting from them, what's right. the most generous explanation? Maybe they right. maybe they did they didn't mean to say it like they didn't right. mean it that way. They right. they're not about taking it personal, right? Like absolutely. Just, but it's it's hard for me to do too. I mm-hmm. know it's difficult, but mm-hmm. I feel like we would just be in such a better place if everyone would just I be think like. So too. I assume that you're coming from a good place, right? Well, that's why I always think people, like I said, people often do. The best that they can. Yeah. We we all try to do the best we I can know. with the information we have. Yeah. That information can be our life experiences. That can be what we know in that moment. Right. You know, um, and our intentions might be the best, and the outcome might not be that way. Yeah. Received <laughs> or what have you, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Um, but yeah, I know so it's, it's life. Like it I is said, life. it's life. Okay, so we got the PhD down. What yeah. about okay? The next one I have on my list. E R Y T five hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that is for experienced yoga teachers. Okay. Um, and let me be clear: some people register as yoga teachers mm-hmm. with the Yoga Alliance. Mm-hmm. And is the Yoga mi- Alliance like the it like is, the Illuminati it is not, of yoga? No, and it's not such a as a like a governing institution, but it is. Um, a, an institution that s- has standards. And so when you register with them, you are saying that you, you know, subscribe to the certain standards. Got it. Okay. But I, but I want to be clear because it is optional mm-hmm. and there are tons and tons of experienced, outstanding instructors yeah. who do not actually register yeah okay that makes with ERT so I just wanted to say that because not everybody does Mm because it's it's not that governing institution Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um and so what it means is that I have taught enough classes and had enough experience uh like advanced experience you know gone from the 200 hour etc etc training to um, now say that I'm an experienced yoga teacher and mm-hmm. I know my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it also enables me. Why well, I still have the uh, why yoga alliance, like mm-hmm. like educational practitioner, or whatever professional yeah. means that I can also teach uh, workshops, etc., oh. and then give in in fact continuing education hours, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. again, let me be clear. You know. There are outstanding yogis, outstanding, phenomenal elder teachers, experienced teachers who may not be registered. Yeah, they just that didn't, is totally an option. They just did a different path. Yeah, they, they did are. right, right. Yep. And so, so there's a certified yoga. So that's that. Yeah. Okay. And then what's AYS? AYS is Ayurveda Yoga, a specialist. Okay. And what's so, that? Um, Ayurveda is a sister science to yoga. And um, I was grateful that I was a part of the first group uh, through the Himalayan Institute. And now there's been tons of classes over the last, what, 10 years who've gone through. I had a wonderful teacher named Catherine Templeton. I'd get a shout out to Himalayan Institute, shout out to Catherine. Um, and you know how you're, when you're learning things, and you're like, there's something else. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing, but right. then you get that information. You're like, aha. I knew there was another part of this. And so um, what it looks at is helping you to understand these different typologies. Or I don't want to get all psychological or whatever. No, you can't. But we have understanding 
who we are uh, based on our constitutions, right? Um, like I could see you, you have some pitta in you, I know. Pitta is like the fire. Oh, okay. And, and then um, the, these doshas, there's the pitta, there's the kapha, uh, which is often water, or sorry, um, earth, and there's uh, vata, which is air. And, and so those often um, explain how we interact with uh, people okay, in I'm the world. Okay, I'm fascinated. And, and so, Continue. Um, so s- what's amazing is that we all need to be tridoshic. You need to have fire at different times, right? But you also need to be able to cool down. Yeah. You need to have... Um, air to kind of glow with the flow and yeah and these things kind of connect with your blood your your muscles the phlegm in your body everything yeah right um but when things become unbalanced mm-hmm. imbalanced right they can have a very detrimental effect on it and this makes sense right yeah and so like when i was saying earlier about like i stopped um doing like excessively hot classes because I was like this let's go right yes yes. I was that person who needed to draw back I already had enough type a tendencies I have enough power that I didn't need to overpower with extra fire right right? but that was kind of like what felt comfortable but it felt comfortable I didn't know and and it was what I also needed but then I had to come to a realization like okay I need to pull back a little bit right Mm -hmm. um but then there are some people who uh, like you'll see them like they're like they love going hot they have to go hot at yoga that's it that's it that's oh, it oh yeah yeah and they do way too many yeah okay and you're like why is your skin dry why are you thirsty because because you're you need to get up out of that heat and go yeah. get some water yeah okay right, right. um nothing against that because here's yeah. the deal there are some people who need to go into those classes especially if they're feeling really lethargic all the time they're yeah. like why can't i just like sit down and just be still and and it's just yeah. kind of like let my yoga be a thinking yoga uh-huh. that's okay but you need to balance mm-hmm. right um and so ayurveda is a wonderful way to figure out what your constitution is where there might be an imbalance right and so um what i do and there's many ways of practicing right i focus on often uh, my classes are always tridoshic meaning that i try to promote stability i try to lift and get you know some good well uh, warmth in the body uh-huh. and also calm t- to be still okay because here's the the vata or vata vata imbalance you've seen these people where they're like oh my god i'm just floating around i feel so wonderful i haven't eaten in three days yeah. and i just feel really really good and then yeah. they crash yes. right for sure and then when they crash boom <laughs> now we can all deal with depression and anxiety and those can actually transcend multiple uh doshas mm-hmm. but you see that you know and so if you're not eating and you're floating on some prana, it's time to eat. Yeah, the right. body needs to be nourished. Yeah, but right. you know, haven't we encountered those folks? Oh, totally. Right? And I'm or, always like, what, what? why are you, what's different about you? Because if right. I went three days without eating, I would not feel good. Right, right, <laughs> right. And, 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 and again, it, it can be an imbalance yeah. because the body needs to be nurtured. And so, um, so what I was going to say is uh, with those tridosha classes, it is meant to calm and still to strengthen and feel a sense of balance and ease. Yeah. When you mentioned like you do things that will like heat up the body, Mm -hmm. what is an example of like a a yoga? Any kind of heart open, like when you're lifting your arms, inhales are meant to warm or can warm. Sorry, I'm hitting your plants. That's okay. And They're the very resilient. Exhale. Thank goodness. I love plants, but they don't love me. I have a purple thumb. Okay. My daughter, she's Miss Flores International. But the exhales are meant to cool down. Okay. Right? And then there's different breaths that you can and practice in yoga. I mean, I won't go through too many. You know, the one that we're most familiar with is that whole that ujjayi breath, yeah. right? the victorious breath, the idea of inhaling through the nose and exhale. Yep. And it takes a moment even for people to learn that because most of us are not right breathing to our fullest capacity. No, we're not. But one of the things I want to be careful with with yogis um, in any level, um, not to bounce around subject no, matter, okay. but is to make sure that they're not holding the breath. Mm-hmm. 
um, because you want to release. Oh yeah. And a lot of people go through the world holding their breath. I just learned tension. about I just learned about belly breathing a mm-hmm. year ago. A year ago. It's okay, but you learn. I did no. I you yeah. learn, and but that's I'm a like, blessing. This is why are we not teaching this in school? Right. Right. I think they are now. They I, are. Kids, well, you know, kids I are was meditating teaching, at four absolutely. years old. Absolutely. Well, I was teaching um, when I was doing some things for CPS for many years. I did mediation, and um, I was like the go-to person for. Uh, uh, correcting uh for bringing healing peace of mind uh between students uh between staff and Mm -hmm. parents Mm -hmm. and administration and parents but uh in particular with kids who sometimes had uh, sometimes kids who had some different behavioral issues Mm -hmm. going on they sent in a doctor then that in that context i was dr owens Yeah, yeah, yeah and so we worked on that breath but it wasn't like i would say let's do a deep breath because here's the deal when you're stressed, when you are in a moment of anxiety, and in, if you, some people, unless you've had a panic attack, you can't even get it, I right? Know. You yeah. can't even, you don't even understand what it's like to feel like you can't breathe. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to communicate to people. Yeah. The last thing you want somebody to do is tell you to calm down. Oh, the last. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> I, I can't even breathe, right? <laughs> yeah. But in, in, I really, I mean, that some people, you can't get it unless you've had that mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for all the experiences that I've had in my life. Yeah, no, for sure. But what I would do is I might say, like this, listen. Okay, now tell me what happened. I just did a deep breath with you. I just, See? <laughs> exactly. I just mirrored you completely. Exactly, and that's what would happen. Yeah. And, you know, the the students knew they could come to Dr. Owens for some tea. Yeah. That's great. And we would communicate. Uh, and then I dealt with some behavioral issues <laughs> with some kids. I'd go into the classroom. Anyway, this is an example of the breath. Yeah. And the, yeah. the, the, the how you teach and introduce kids to a breath or adults to a breath. And it, like I said, it always trips me out when people are like, they say, when you're feeling upset and anxious, that's true, the breath will help. But there's a way to get people there. Yeah. And saying calm down is not the one. No, I think we can all agree with that. That's you know? for sure. Calm okay, down. so I'm I'm so interested about yeah. these these different elements that you're talking about. Or sure. like how do you how do you recognize it in people and what's like the functional use of saying, Okay, I see some some fire in you. Right. Like what do we um how do you kind of pra- put that into practice? Well, I am gonna say I'm grateful and I'm blessed that my life experiences has given me a level of intuition. Yeah, yeah. That I'm aware of certain things with energy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I don't know if that's always learned. Um, I think it's experienced, and then you tap into that. Yeah, You know how I people agree. can can have these uh, paranormal experiences, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm like, I'm not a medium. But mm-hmm. I can in yeah. tune, like I had a conversation with someone the other day, and I, you know, we broke it down. I said, okay, so here's the deal. That person, we were talking about a past relationship for a second. As I was listening to the story, I didn't even know anything about her, her ex. Yeah. But I said, you know what? Because this was a past right? I said, he was, he was dealing with other people anyway. Yeah. And I said, and this is such A, B, and C. Yeah. And she confirmed it. Yeah. Right? But it comes from, I think, a level of experience and intuition. Yeah. And so um, when I interact with people, and even in the classroom, now mm-hmm. I don't know everybody's business, and I sure. don't need to know. And you, That's you a beautiful thing about it. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Now, another pause, uh, side note, what has always helped me in my experience working with families, communities, et cetera, is I don't take the stuff home. Yeah, gosh, okay? that's great. I don't take it home. I see, I I try to help in my way, and it's there in a safe place. Yeah. But I don't go home at night. I might pray. I might send some healing, loving energy. But that stuff, I don't carry with me. That's what allows me to stay peaceful yeah. and to keep being able to do what I do with an authentic in an authentic way. Yeah. But when I good. but when I send some things, I might change up a class. Oh, wow, okay. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of looking around. Like I might have an intention, like, yeah, it's time to move. We're gonna work on your I am with your plan. Okay. We're gonna work on uh A, B, and C. But if I see people moving and all of them start slowing down, I said, Okay, let me change up that yeah. intention. Now, 
you know, I was saying this to somebody who's in teacher training. I said, you know, everybody, I, I don't think I would have been able to do that when I first started out. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But I was intuitive to look at people. Again, I'm not that teacher who is on the mat doing her practice and saying beautiful, but not even paying attention to the person who's picking their nose. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. Or who has this horrible, unhealthy, in that way, position mm. that is is asking for an injury yes. to happen. Yes. That's not me. Yeah. Um, and so it is a part of my teaching, is a part of my practice to be able to read a room, mm-hmm. to get a feel, to adapt a class. Um and and to make it in a way that um, is beneficial for everyone. Yeah. And I yeah. think that again, that comes with a level of experience in in, in practice. Yeah. And also knowing myself. Right. Uh, and and that experience, not only as a teacher, but knowing how it feels when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling up, when I know I'm like I need to ground this energy, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. Totally. So, no. I've, yeah. I've felt that with with group fitness, being in yoga classes mm-hmm. or spin classes, whatever it is, when a class is like on fire, like everyone yeah. is just getting it, like you're mm-hmm. in it. And then I've experienced too, we're like, we can't even get our legs. Moving. Like right. it is like where everyone right. is just kind of like, it's what is going on in, mm-hmm. in the atmosphere or whatever, but we're slow today. Like I've right. totally felt that just as a participant. Yeah. So I can imagine as the leader of it, like you yeah. really got to be picking up, picking right. up those signals. But, and, you know, um, the blessing for me, I will always say, no pressure, whoever listens to this, is after a class when students are just still. Mm. That's always a gift to me. Yeah. Because you've arrived into that place. All this movement is to be able to arrive at stillness and not be afraid to be still. Yeah. Because it's in those moments of stillness sometimes you get the revelation that you need. Totally. Not only the peace of mind, the clarity, but maybe the information to when you step off the mat that you needed to to interact in whatever you were doing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we've got one more uh, back um, okay. <laughs> one more letter one more letter oh, sequence to that. go and then we're I'm going to ask Damn how you credentials. Y A C E P Oh, that's the other one we were talking about. Oh, the teaching. Okay. Yeah, okay. so that, yeah. So that, that that's together. like that basically that it, uh, it is through the Yoga Alliance. So remember, that's a choice. Yoga but it, it says that I have um, enough experience that I can not only lead workshops, but even give people continuing education credit hours. All right, guys. I know we're all locked up. And even when we do go out, it's absolutely not the same as the good old days, like you're back on spring break, grinding away in a sweaty club. But you can get that same beat-bumping energy in a dark room. I'm talking about a Shred 415 workout. You've heard Jess and Bassey on the podcast. You've heard me rave about this workout. It's time you experience it for yourself. Quick rundown. It's a 60-minute workout instructor designed and led to empower you and keep you working hard. The workout is broken into four 15-minute increments alternating between the tread and the floor. So there's no way you're getting bored. The owners, Justin Bassey, are incredible people. So you know that you're stepping into an inclusive fitness community that's welcome and open to all fitness levels. Shred 415 is located on Red Bank Expressway near the corner of Red Bank and Madison Road. Go check them out with their new client offer. Buy one class, get one class free, and tell them what the fit sent you. I'm going to start incorporating classes into my weekly routine because I'm really missing that little cardio pump. So I hope to see you on the decks and tread soon. Okay, excellent. Okay, Mm -hmm. so... Uh, of all after all of this, how did you get into yoga? <laughs> what started you down this path, this journey? You know, to tell you the truth, I it's it's funny now when I laugh and I think about it. But my daughter, my eldest, who will be twenty three next month, you know, we used to we meeting my ex, yeah, we would get all these um, college sweethearts and the rest is history. Oh yeah, okay. That's Over. another podcast. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. It's all good. Because, you know, people always go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, don't. Don't be sorry. It's, it's all good. Yeah. It ended for it's a reason. It's all yeah. good. Right. So, anyway, we, we used to go, we used to get all these records, uh, these yoga records and, and tapes and practice with uh, my daughter, Sophia. And so, it's like, like, Just like do uh, 
on like a VHS. Yeah, this talking. is like right pre is either VHS D- DVDs. The D- no, yeah. no, 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 VHS. Oh. But my my it was records. And so we would listen to this. I wish I remembered. I said before I came here, I was going to find this lady's name. And she would say, do a boat, do a boat. But did you know what a boat looked like? Well, she would describe and lift up and we had pictures. Well, we had pictures. Okay. And so that was it. Then when I got pregnant with my, got pregnant, this sounds weird. When I was (laughs) expecting my, when I I think that's normal. Right? right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) With my second kid, who will be 21 this year, Mm -hmm. my mother sent me um, this uh, VHS. This, there was no DVDs. Let me be clear. This VHS, and I said I was going to remember this woman's name, and I can't remember. But luckily, I'm remembering my name right now. And <laughs> um, and it was like for prenatal yoga. Oh yeah. And um, and so that was really your introduction. My introduction, and I will tell you that sec. I did all my labors um, natural. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with unnatural. God or not unnatural. I didn't mean to say that. No, nothing's no, wrong I, with I, yeah, you know. I know medical intervention. Yeah. But I did. But the second one, and I mean, you know, some people have a different interpretation of what that means. I've learned that, too. I'm like, no, no, no intervention, no medicine, et cetera. Right. Were you in a hospital or at home? I did. I was in a hospital. That's what I was about to say. The second one, I was in such a meditative state. Oh, God. I was like down. And so when my doula came, I mean, it was easy work for her. Because my body, your body knows what to do, by the way. I hear people say this. It's true. It's weird. But your body knows what to do. Um, Yeah, I freaked my daughter out the other day because she's like, I don't want to have any kids, but girlfriend does. And so so they have this agreement. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. God, um, good for them. That's great. She she gets a baby and she doesn't have to. She doesn't do it, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so um, anyway, it was it was transformative because I was told that had I not arrived at the hospital in time at that time I was gonna have that little munchkin that was my millennial kid mm. um, at home, but I had gone into this place of breath that Chrissy it's just like I would check out and uh, there's no I I will personally say there's no adequate adequate way to explain like what a labor is like no I, but yeah, I but for me it was the breath of and that helped me also my um I meant to say that my first uh teacher I forgot to add this uh when I went through my um Wait, Preach. just the VHS yoga t- tapes got you to well, be Well, that's why I was going to say I need to add state. one more. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, but God. when I was expecting my first kid, I forgot to say this. The other part of that is that um, my uh, yoga, or not yoga, my, uh, what do you call that? Childbirth educator. Okay. She was so wonderful. Her name was Nancy. She was a yogi. Okay. That's what I meant to say. She was a yogi, and she was also a doula. Okay. And so we did breathing then. Got okay, it. so then take it back to my second kid. Yes, the breath was there, the awareness of the breath, and and to be able to pause and then wake up. And so my breath, I, I kid you not, is synchronized with the contractions. I believe you. Oh my gosh, the and it helped me. Incredible. It, the human body is incredible. And so after that, you know, I had decided um, that I was going to eventually like really take regular classes okay yeah like and, go to a studio yeah and and then I had an experience with one particular teacher who I adore I love her and one of the things I liked about her no shame no shade to tiny little people but this woman had a shape I looked at her I said oh, I want a shape like yours <laughs> right because she just had a good I mean like you know I she wasn't I know. this big and I was just like that's what I'm talking about I know and so you know um anyway because it's different when you're working with some stuff yeah a yeah. little bit more different when you're balancing some stuff yeah anyway um and the rest is history the rest wow. is history and so those were like these three mo- this listening to the records that was true my childbirth I forgot about that with Nancy and then the VHS ta- tape. I kid you not. I still have it somewhere. It's like one of those women, she's wearing the white, like she's like a kundalini sure. practi- practitioner, yes. and yes. she has her head wrapped up. Yes. It was good stuff. Yeah. And she had us. A- yeah. And anyway, you just and you just were history. able to like tap into that. It spoke to me. Yes. Like it, it just it spoke wor- to me. I get that. And totally my yoga practice became a meditation. Yeah. It was something for me. 
And I remember the energy that I had, Chrissy. So when I was coming home, that ex of mine thought it was for him. But it was really all about me. (laughs) You know? And it was just so powerful. Yeah. In a way that I was just like, oh, my gosh, I feel so good. Yeah. So I never had, in fact, any intention to teach yoga. It just felt so good to me that I wanted to learn more about it. And then so how did you start teaching? What made you do that? one One day one of my beloved teachers was sick. So you just stepped in front of the class. Mm-hmm. Kid you not. <laughs> She's one of my beloved. I love her. She doesn't practice. She doesn't teach anymore. Love her. She was sick, and I, I had to suffer her class. Wow. That's and I was great. just like, oh, well, I guess I could do this, right? And um, and it was like a wonderful um, mesh, if you will, of my passion for education. Yeah. I love teaching. Yeah. You know? yeah. I've taught. From undergrad to graduate programs. I love teaching. And this was just a way for me to merge passion. For sure. You for know? Sure. And so you do you do yoga teacher training. I do. Yeah. We just started oh, our wow. first one, which is wonderful. We had such a great we have such a great group of people. Um and, and several of them said they didn't want the weekend to end. Oh. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. What we is just the, started. What is the like program look like? Is it just weekends? Yeah. So for this one, um, and every teacher training is different. Sure. Uh, but this one is a nine-month program, one weekend a month. Okay. And um, we spend time together. We explore yoga humanity, the philosophy, okay. um, the sutras. But we also read. See, this is the educator. This is when Dr. Owens comes out okay. because over the years, of course, I've collected all these great articles that I've been waiting to share with people, yeah. Chrissy. And so now there's a captive, wonderful audience. Oh, uh, yes. and, and so, you know, it's about practice about learning the the skill of teaching, but also understanding your body, getting to know yourself, you know, learning breaths, uh, learning the history of yoga, uh, and, and, and being able to have conversation about it. Yeah. And I'm a big believer of making yoga accessible. Yeah. Uh, and, and people say that, and in, in you got to ask, well, what do you mean by accessibility? My thing is this. For example... If you're fuller in the front, binds are going to be different. Yeah. But you can do a bind in a safe way without feeling like you're not going to breathe. Uh And so we teach, I teach those ways to make it accessible so that practicing is approachable. Practicing can be, again, a transformative experience. Yeah. And I told um, the teacher trainees, I said, I'm not expecting you all to come out being Nickies. Yeah, yeah. You will dis- develop your own authentic voice. Yeah. And people will respond to that authenticity. Wow. I have had a, this fantasy in my mind of mm-hmm. becoming, uh, getting certified to teach yoga. I don't know if I would actually want to teach. I just right. want the education. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I have always shied away because the time commitment and, right. and I have a full over a full-time job plus yeah the podcast but this to me Gosh. one weekend a month mm-hmm. that sounds very doable to right. me right well and and again because I know that people have regular lives yeah and there there were some people who were thinking about it and said well I just gotta I gotta figure out how to make my life work so that I could do it and here's the deal life keeps on going yeah so it's not like you're wrapping uh, your training, a weekend of training around your life is integrating the training mm-hmm. into your world yeah. and letting it be something for you. Yeah. And uh, something that I am proud of and I had an intention uh, to do is that we have two paths. And so there will be people who want to get to know yoga. Yeah. Uh, somebody's going to be joining us next month, in fact, uh, who who don't want to teach. They have no desire to teach, right? Um, And so they can have the experience without, okay, meeting the several requirements Mm -hmm. that are expected for you to complete for the certification, Mm -hmm. right? And then we have that track or that path. I like to say path. Mm -hmm. Track makes me think of, we don't use this term anymore, tracking. Do you remember? Tracking students. So pathways, right? Um, So there's a teacher who wants to be a, yoga teacher mm-hmm. and there's a person who might want to just get to know yeah. now we encourage hey if you think that you might be teaching 
you know, right. I do would, some I, of these things. Right. I right? would want to just do, do so it. many things and go <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I have, again, made it, it was my intention, again, to make it accessible because I know were it not for people who recognized that I was dedicated but also understood that I was at one time, uh, you know, a mom with, you know, young kids and trying to work and trying yeah. to do all this other stuff yeah. that, that said, okay, it's okay if you miss this time yeah. because we know you're going to make that up. Right. Yeah. I've been that's blessed flexible. by that, right. that I'm also flexible too. Yeah. That's excellent. Okay. I really want to hear about these. What is a somatic practice? All right. Well, somatic is this sense of like Soma's feeling, body, right, right? Body, like yeah. really feeling into your body. And so, you know, it's another way of getting to know yourself. Um, many people stay in the mind, right? Yeah. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Yeah, I'm guilty and, of that. Right? And, and, and so it's important, and people will hear me and have heard me say this in a class, you know, that do you want to move and get out of the mind yes. and connect to the body? Yes. And sometimes it starts off with just noticing your breath. Mm-hmm. Let's appreciate that whether you think about it or not, you're still breathing. Yeah. Right? And closing the eyes is a really beautiful way to become intuitive of just feeling not only the breath, but noticing where you are spatially. Mm-hmm. Like I can stand up straight or think I'm standing up straight. Look at you. I love it. I like you're like it. responding. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And you know what? But with my eyes closed, I can go, oh my gosh, I was feeling like I was standing up straight, but really my inside body says I'm like this, yeah. you know, one shoulders down and one shoulders up. And Something that's been really um, transformative and important to me has been movement intelligence um, that came about through one of my um, trainings. And now I'm getting trained as a teacher in movement intelligent with the one and only Cynthia Allen. I have to give a shout out because we are so grateful to have one of the leading people in Cincinnati around the world is here in Cincinnati. Her name is Cynthia Allen. So I'm doing my training with her, Movement Intelligence Bones for Life. What is that? Um, um, but it's it's about feeling in the body and learning. It's from it's a it 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 evolved from Felden the Feldenkrais method. Okay, I don't know what that and, is. And um, another practice of kind of being aware of body. Okay. Um, and Ruthie Anand was the originator who she just passed, I think on December 31st of mm. 2020. She was like in her 90s. Um, but these very subtle, gentle movements uh, that help you lengthen the spine to be able to sit upright, mm-hmm. to be able to walk in a wonderful, safe gait, and and to move, and it doesn't ask a whole bunch of the body. Mm. Ah, it's wonderful. So I said Cynthia Allen's shout out, but also Brian Schiff, who just is outstanding. So it's one of my practices. I do it twice a week. Now, you know, I'm, uh, should I say my age? But anyway, it's the funny thing. I'm the youngest person there. So I I love that. Um, but we're on zoom. And so the somatic experience again, is just kind of feeling and getting to know again, your body sending an awareness into a part of your shoulder, sending an awareness of maybe even a wrist or finger, right? I mean, I'm telling you, the nervous system is amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just learning to appreciate that. And so, you know, I can even visualize lifting my middle finger and get that sensation without moving at all. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Right? Um, but really becoming aware of your body. That's really interesting. I'm very attuned to that mm-hmm. concept right now because mm-hmm. I have a very um, specific strength training goal. I'm okay. training to deadlift 300 pounds. Oh my God. I know. You're a beast. A, and I mean it, in a loving yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take, it in, I take it in a loving way. I just want to do some chin-ups. But, <laughs> but so I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm, I'm, I'm close to 300. And wow, really what crazy. we're coming down to is it's form. It's it's how I'm positioning my body and how I'm engaging the right things properly in order mm-hmm. to get that weight up. Like my body's strong enough to do it. It's right. now just like about technique and form. And so 
I am getting cues from my coach, right? He's saying, push into the ground, pull your shoulders back, feel right. like you're bending the bar against your legs. And in my mind, I feel... I think I'm doing all those things. Right. And we film me so I can then later look back see. and I see it and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, that's <laughs> not, it doesn't look at all the way in my mind. I right. think I look. Right. Right. And so I'm trying, I'm like, I got to get better. I got to practice like feeling those cues and like, what yeah. does that feel and look like in my body so I can like, keep replicating it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's just practice. I mean, it's just like it's, learning it's anything. Practice. Yeah. It is practice. And it, it might be even with something invisible, like visualizing I, what I, it's yes. like to lift. I'm, I'm you know? trying to, I'm doing that and a then, lot in my and, mind. And just kind of seeing. Now, listen, I know this is totally not the form. I have no desire to do any kind of lifting like that, but yeah. I appreciate it. And yeah. I think it's, I think it's fascinating. I'm like that person who will watch and go, oh my gosh, it's incredible. Not the kid. Yeah. Not yeah. me. No, I, no, I hear that. But, I hear but that. you know, so that I know this form is not right, but you know, even me going like this, I start connecting. Yep. I feel, you know, I feel the arms. I feel my shoulder. I feel the movement. And and sometimes it can be a matter of tricking the body. Uh huh. Right? Uh huh. The mind and is it, is way it's powerful. Is so powerful. It's powerful. You know, it's not like we're. Some of us will get taller when you practice something like lengthening the spine mm -hmm. and turning. You will. You will increase that space. That yeah. does happen. Uh, but half of the idea of, of of lengthening even the hamstring lines, all three, is to trick the body into going, oh, I can get longer. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know? Um, so that can be a somatic experience. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So how do you, again, kind of like, how do you put that into practice with, with your classes? Are you oh, using, yeah. yeah. So, so, so um, sometimes I have people on their backs and just uh, inviting them to appreciate being on their bodies yeah. and their backs. That's also nurturing that parasympathetic nervous system, that part of a rest and digest. And so arriving into that moment. Um, other times, or throughout the same practice, it might be inviting them to really feel into the feet, mm. feel into pressing into the pinky toes. And it's just mm. like, I don't say ten toes anymore because one time I looked down and saw that somebody didn't have ten toes. I said, never again. Oh, so I just say, fill into your toes. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard I'm that like, cue of mm -hmm. the ten toes. Right? No, I the, never say. You don't hear me say again. feeling ten toes. I'm here like, we are. We've got to be mindful of everything you know, and everyone. Just fill into your toes. <laughs> just fill into however many you toes know, you right? have. Right? Yeah. So just fill into the toes. <laughs> Send some thoughts there because even if you don't feel your toe, your pinky toe or your, your toe, you know that it ex exists. Yeah. Even if you don't necessarily have an arch, you can, sure. I can send a message by pressing into the heel, pressing into the front of the heel. So you're sending these messages and as you send messages into the mind, it's also taking you away from that crap outside the yes. world. Because then you're focused. Now you don't want to get overly focused oh, and get all intense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh my That'd God, I feel fun. my left toe. I feel my right toe. I need it. That's way too much. Yeah. Then it's not peaceful. It's yes. just like another eh, tense yeah. thing. But getting people to arrive and feel into themselves. Yep. Yep. And then by way of doing that, um, speaking anatomy, anatomical phrases that are accessible. Now, I don't go into every single muscle because, like, most people don't know. Right. And, and you don't need to know. Yeah. Right? If I can guide you into a place that safely allows you to invite that knee over the ankle, I don't need to talk about, right, um, your, you know, tibialis yeah. and posterior and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's just like another layer of overwhelmingness. And I don't want people to go, shit, oh, excuse me. I don't know what the <laughs> hell I was, I don't know what the, I don't know anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You do know your body. Yes. And so that's another thing, appreciating the body. And so... I will use certain words to invite that sensation. Um, this is not my original. I, you know, I, I think it was either Becky or um, I remember I heard this, um, that language is the sensation of the body. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. That the sensations are the, see, the mind just went in a different way. Your sensations are the language of the body. And so when your body speaks to you, listen, Right? And so if your body is saying, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Maybe you've arrived and that's enough of what you need to do. 
if your body says, ouch, you need to listen. I know. That's what, you know, it's telling you. Because yeah. otherwise, mm-hmm. you're creating conflict and not harmony. Yeah. And I'm yeah. a big believer of harmonizing mind, body, breath. For sure. Right? If you push the body, it's like, I was thinking about like a, a roller coaster. Like, you can go, and and then those brakes lock. Right? We don't want the body to lock up against us. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes some of our injuries come from the body protecting us. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I think that for me personally, it's been a constant practice because mm-hmm. I've spent so much of my life ignoring gotcha. what my body has told me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to keep pushing. I don't mm-hmm. care. You're in pain. I don't care. You're tired. I don't care. Well, cause you're Just rewarded pe- sometimes for that. I, yeah. We are rewarded. We exactly. pain is good. Yeah. Who says that? The only pain I know that's good is, I didn't mean to interrupt you, is no. needling, dry needling. That's oh. the only one I've seen <laughs> such, such so far, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's it though. Like mm-hmm. it is, it, but but it's still, like we talked about earlier in the conversation, coming from that place of like, well, I'm not enough. So I'm going to ignore what my body's telling me yeah. so I can just keep pushing. Yes. Yeah. That. Well, that's, that's if I can say this, um, that's one of the, the things that I have started classes with to remind people that you are enough. We need the we need the reminder and to remind people that you have everything you need mm-hmm. to experience the practice that you want. And so when you were going into your training of the 300 deadlift, <laughs> which is mind-boggling to me. It's also I mind-boggling to me, Nikki. <laughs> but clearly the mind is ready and you want to do it. Mm-hmm. You have what you need yeah. to experience that. Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. Right, right. It may not happen until two months from now. Sure, it's very true. <laughs> But it's possible. Yes, I do, I that's I know it to be true. So I will do it. That patience is waiting and allowing the experience to unfold. I know. I, in I that have, journey. I this, it's so not about picking up the three hundred pounds anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I like, got you. Like, I got you. Like I have, it's been a lot of good awareness for me to understand what comes up and how I get impatient and I want things to happen right away. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if there's, you know, just making, making this progress and fitness goal about something other than my body has been like opened a whole can of worms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know when I get that 300, that'll be great. That one, that those couple minutes of of the act will be great. And then I know I'll, the, the prize will be the reflection back yeah. on how I got it. Or maybe there. it's the joy, the journey yes. of giving yourself permission to say, I'm enough. Yeah. It's okay. Right. Oh my gosh. I, I, I only visualize lifting today. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's okay. Yes. You know, yes. now, I mean, I'm sure there's like, like a routine or a plan that has to, you know, that you have to follow, but I, I think it's important for, us to give ourselves permission to be compassionate yeah. to ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And I, I don't know about you, but nobody can shame me better than I can. Oh, 100. right. Yeah. Right. You can't say anything mean and nasty to me that I haven't already said Absolutely. To right. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I mean, on one hand, it gives us thick sense, uh, thick sense skin. Like, yeah, bring it to me. What? Yeah. what? <laughs> right. You think that matters to me There's that you no... think that about me? Who cares? Right. I've said that to <laughs> myself a hundred times and worse. Yeah. You know, I love, thank you. Yeah. Next. Um, but, but also, those of us who have type A tendencies, it is so important for us to give ourselves permission to breathe. I know. To give ourselves permission to um, not achieve, yeah. right? <laughs> but to experience. When I was having That my... language can make a difference. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes. And, and your relationship to some words. I yeah. went through a whole soul searching two weeks when I was sick because mm. I didn't have the energy to be as productive as I normally. Yeah, your body am. said that's enough. You would. <laughs> I've I've already talked to this like ad nauseum on this it's podcast okay. no, about it's okay. that. You would I would you would have thought it was the end of the world. Like in my mind, I was like, I'm being held back. Like mm-hmm. I can't get what I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Right. Like, it's like right. the thoughts. Of, no, right. Right. Yeah. But and it was it's like your body said, that's it. It shut down. So oh, yeah. you didn't have a choice no. but to be still. Yeah. Just you know? lessons, lessons from the universe. And, and, that and I maybe need to that's get. right. The universe of <laughs> what do I need to learn 
oh, maybe I need to be still more often. I, yeah. And maybe I need to, if I'm so good with scheduling, <laughs> shit, I need to schedule some time to be still. Uh, and it's not when I'm just asleep. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that can be the practice, right? Yeah. No, I know. Of, you know, and it has to be some deep meditative trance where you're chanting some words that you don't know. But you know what I mean? Just saying I'm present. I'm here. I'm enough. I'm at peace. Oh, I like those. All is well. Yeah, I like those. You know? Those are good. Those are good. Do you know what time it is? It's hot yoga time. It's hot yoga season, baby. Get yourself into a hot room with 102 degrees, 40% humidity. Get that mood boost. Forget all about the ice and cold. You're basically transported right to Tulum. If you're looking for high energy, hot fitness, get yourself to Body Alive an OG in the Cincy fitness scene. Body Alive offers more than just hot power yoga. They have classes like hot body sculpt, hot mat Pilates, bar, bounce, cycle classes, and more. You know me, I'm a big fan of hot power yoga and have been craving a cycle class lately, so I'll be hitting them up real soon. Instructors can make or break a group fitness experience. We all know that. Body Alive has experienced instructors that will motivate you Focus on proper alignment and be there for you through every sweaty minute. No matter where you are in your fitness journey or where you are in Cincinnati, there's a place for you at Body Alive. They have four studios in the Cincinnati area, Kenwood, Oakley, Mason, and Crestview Hills, and an online studio. Click the link in the What The Fit Podcast Instagram bio to sign up for a class today. Get yourself in that hot room. You know you want to. Body Alive, go sign up now and make sure you let them know what the fit sent you. Nikki, what does being fit mean to you? Oh, let's see. From a physical standpoint, Mm -hmm. for me personally, right? Having a good sense of breath. For me personally, I want to be able to walk. That's great. I love that answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to have a healthy spine. Um, for me, being fit means I'm eating well. For me, being fit emotionally means I'm taking care of myself. That might be from meditation, from mm-hmm. prayer. It might be talking to a special friend. Mm-hmm. You know, time with the girlies, you know, um, for me being fit is accepting and I don't go through states of perfection. I used to, you know what I mean? I was on that stuff. I had to have my books before I had kids alphabetized on my bookshelf and then I would look at them and go, yes. Oh, I feel that hard. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) I mean, I still have some stuff that comes out. Like I have to have them. It's OCD though. It's like books. We all laugh at about like blocks that I have at the studio. Like they have to be a certain order because they make me happy. It makes me happy. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt anyone. So it's okay. I I think so. That's all right. I think so. (laughs) And that's okay. That's called self-care. Yes. Right. And so that is a part of my fitness. Yes. You know, doing things that nurture uh, me. You know, I like watching House Hunters International. I love that. That is being fit. Yeah. I like watching Hercule Poirot. Yes. Okay. That is being fit. This is my favorite answer. Nurturing myself in every way. Like that, you know? And, I mean... I'm getting my cha- my body change has changed. So I always laugh because I'm like, sometimes As I can look do, at certain right? things they do and I embrace my shape. But you know, there's certain things I can look at. I'm like, okay, just the thought of that, I feel heavy. Yeah. <laughs> right? But let me be clear, I also enjoy eating and it makes me feel good. Yes, it makes me feel fantastic. You know, I don't deprive. I can be mindful. And appreciate eating and knowing when to, for example, stop because, like, if you've ever gone out to a restaurant and, like, you're just, like, eating, maybe not you, but, like, no, rolls yeah. in front of me, I'm eating to be eating because the rolls are there and I enjoy them and I just keep eating the you bread. Stop. Right? Because they're there. Yeah. And so with butter, you know, my relationship with that has changed because, yeah. of, like, dairy doesn't agree with me anymore. But um, that's being fit. I love you it. You know, so... That's all a of that. Beautiful answer. Thank you. Well, all of that is what makes me Nikki a healthy Nikki. 
That's great. Thank you so much for the time. Thank I could, you could so go much. on and on and on. I know, I've enjoyed this. I so, told you that I mean, you would like, have fun. I was so concerned about remembering my name. You remembered it and more. <laughs> you remembered other people's names too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chrissy, I won't forget you. I and really appreciate I'm it. So grateful for you reaching out to me. And this is wonderful. Thankful. And I can't wait to practice with you. I know, I can't wait. Thankful to Paige too for getting the Shout the connection. out to my girl, Paige. Yeah, no, yeah. that's my beautiful sweetheart. She's great. You know, she's she great. Is. She's good people. Thanks for that connection. Where yeah. can people follow you? And Mint Studio. How yes. do they? How do they come check you so out? All that good stuff. So come to mintyogastudio.com. That's our website. And it's we in um, Fort Thomas, Fort Kentucky, Thomas. right across the, across the bridge, friends. Yep. Like the the Yellow Bridge. So it's easy to get to oh, from yeah. downtown, from anywhere. And we have free parking. Oh, Hello. That's Hello. Perfect. We are also on Instagram at uh, Mint Yoga Studio. And then I am on Instagram at yogini underscore Nikki O. Yep. Here's a funny thing. Can I? Do we have time for this yeah, one funny thing? Yeah, we have bit? time. All right. So you know, I have kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't understand the concept of Instagram, mm-hmm. and it was really <laughs> overwhelming to me. Yeah. And I remember I had to walk with some kids with some stuff like some pictures. I it just I didn't understand. Yeah. That's I totally how I didn't understand TikTok. a hashtag. I was in a meeting with some young people, and they were talking about a hashtag, and I was like, the pronoun symbol. Yeah. I didn't understand. It was like over my head. Yeah. So, I was trying to figure out what was going on with my kids. I said, I know what I'll do. I'll follow them, and I'll make a yoga Instagram account. So, I thought I was being all cool saying Uh Yogini underscore Nikki O, as Uh in Y-O-G-I-N-I underscore N-I-K-K-I-O, thinking like that was like something new. Little did I know that, first of all, Every yogi and their mother had a yoga Instagram account. Of course. I had no idea. <laughs> you thought I, you were gonna be the first. I one. thought I was the first, and I and I thought it was being ingenious as yes. a mother yes. to follow them, right? And then the rest is history. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I can't wait to come practice with you. Listeners, thank you for uh, hanging out with us. If you want to come practice at Mint Yoga Studio too, hit me up and maybe we can plan to go together. Need a buddy. Thanks as always, guys. Have a good one. Namaste. Oh, yes. Namaste. (laughs) 